And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Life. Better than Uber, because we force your driver to be your friend. Life. Previously on What Is Not. We have a key to hide and a drag queen to visit. At like the crescendo of the song, out walks a beautiful drag queen. This is obviously Flawless. I knew you'd be here eventually. You have pulled a dark spirit. Even though its powers are dark, its purpose is good. There are a lot of things coming together. The end of this is not going to be a single problem. It's going to be a lot of things that you've been gathering pieces of this entire time. I haven't seen Vic in weeks. If you see Vic, you listen to that person. All of Baghdad, if not all of the world, is relying on you. In the sand of the Mojave Desert in California, off historic Route 66, sits a small desert town called Baghdad. We have some ancient prophecy that something bad is going to go down in Baghdad. It's a town of shadows and secrets. Things aren't as they seem, but we're still not quite sure what's going on. Where bumps in the night aren't the house settling. Trying to find answers. And the monster under your bed lies in wait for your foot to leave the safety of your covers. My mom used to tell me all these weird stories about monsters, but I didn't really believe anything she said because, you know, that's crazy talk. It's a world where cultists spend their days pushing papers at the DMV and their nights summoning ancient creatures from the dread beyond. Maybe something happened down at Cryptocore. The expert. Susan Donaldson. The town vet. The freelancer. People call me Beth. Hunting is sort of just like a business that I'm in. The deathless. Bruce the zombie and his father cast a spell to bring him back. The initiate. Donovan Elaine, part of an ancient order of monster hunters. The Monstrous. Zeke Solardier. He works for Cryptocore, which is his family's corporation. It's a town where it's very hard to tell what is real and what is not. Welcome to Baghdad. Okay, so how do we call a dark spirit? So, where do we go? Do we go to the coffee place or do we go back to the armory? What would Elvis do? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, maybe we should go back and tell everyone. They're making their plans. And we have, of course, Meryl, who's a precog. Between Meryl and Donovan, we can draw out the dark spirit. All right, so you all are headed back to the armory? Yeah, I just, I'm not as much in a hurry to find the cheerleader anymore, other than I do want to protect her, but it seems like a low priority. The main thing is we don't want to turn into stone. Well, she could be the one that turns us to stone in this possible future, so. Exactly. I do still think she needs to be a priority. I am also thinking finding Vic needs to be a high priority too now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the answer to Daisy, it says, force is not the answer. 
Well, that was, I think, the big picture answer, right? Oh, that came up specifically when I asked about the basilisk and saving ourselves. Force is not always the answer, sometimes words. So I don't know if that means a spell or... Oh, that's a good point. It could be some kind of incantation. But I assumed it meant diplomacy, but... Okay, hmm. well, something I guess we'll have to keep in mind... Regardless, if we see a cheerleader, close your eyes. <laughs> Could it mean that a mechanism for finding these folks is sending out some kind of communication, maybe social media, trying to hunt them down via social media or something? Oh, I like that. Well, we do have a social media expert on our crew. We do. And the key is not what's important. It's what's being hid that we need to protect. So we know what specifically Mildred is trying to get do we need to capture Mildred and find out? No, that, that woman scares me, actually. Yeah, what's Mildred's deal? So the key is to the hidden area in the library, right? Yeah, and we saw what was down there. I didn't see any overt secrets, but there could have been something we missed. And Mildred knows that exists and is trying to get in there. Is Mildred straight up evil? I think so, but... Like, what role does she play in this whole nexus? Like, why is she here? She doesn't seem to be part of Cryptocore, so maybe she has some other agenda. So, in other words, do we need to break into the library and figure out... Well, I was just going to say, we have the key. Maybe we should explore the library and see... We need to get in there without Mildred seeing us go in there, though. That's tricky. Yeah. Where does Mildred hang out? Does she just... Well, Mildred is the new librarian. Yeah. She was in the library the last time we went there, so... What if there was another exit in that library? A place that led to, like, underground Baghdad where we might find Vic? Oh, interesting. I was thinking something like that, that there might be a passageway. I mean, there's all those underground spaces of Cryptocore. Maybe something is interconnected with the library. Because when we were there, we were kind of obsessed with all the things. We weren't really exploring the space. We could probably overpower Mildred. I mean, with a name like that, she couldn't be terribly strong. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> she did some kind of weird magic thing or psychic thing or something at one point, yeah, right? What, what no. happened to you, Beth? Sorry, I have like sleep fog brain. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's what mildred did or, or is it pts brain it's i don't know joe what did she do to me before i forget so you were working at stanley's and she drove up and asked you for the key and you were like i don't know what you're talking about she's like yeah you do and when she kept pressing and you wouldn't answer her you all of a sudden felt very lightheaded and everything sounded kind of echoey and then you we're given the choice of making that stop and telling her where the key was or taking one harm and keeping the secret. And you chose that. Okay. Yeah. Then you pulled a gun on her and she just said, okay. And she drove away. So she has some kind of mind control. Yeah. Cause she didn't say anything before I started feeling so. Okay. So she's got some kind of powers. Mm-hmm. She's magical. I feel like the easiest thing we can do first is to summon the dark spirit and get more information. The harder of the two is going to be breaking into the library again, but I do think we need to do that. Would it possibly be a good idea to have someone watch her? Yeah. Can we have Elvis or Ralph? Or Batboy. Yeah, or Bat put them on a <laughs> put them on a surveillance duty to watch her. 
Yeah. You're at the armory, yeah? And yeah. you're talking about this all around them. Elvis will volunteer. Elvis will keep an eye on her. Elvis, thank you. And Meryl, do you have any thoughts? Anything from everything we've been talking about? He kind of tilts his head and, and kind of shrugs. And he goes, it's a very pleasant day outside today. <laughs> hmm. Helpful. He goes, thank you. What if the message about words, not force, was related to maybe we should be talking to Mildred, you know, being diplomatic with Mildred? What if she's not evil? Hmm. What if Mildred Mm -hmm. is fighting the dark forces and wants to get into that basement to find something to help her fight off the end of the world or something? I don't think so. (laughs) Why would she try to manipulate me into telling her about the key? Well, that's not a super good guy move to do. So I don't know. It's a thought. I mean, we don't know. We have no idea. No, you're right, though. That doesn't. Never mind. No, 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 no. It's, I mean, you, it's a good thought to keep in mind. We could maybe try and capture Mildred and then pump her for information. I mean, so maybe. <laughs> Can we just watch her first before we go into kidnapping mode? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can get some information from Elvis. Sorry, Bruce, go. F- I can tell he has something he wants to say. Bruce is looking at videos of uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter getting ideas about how to capture humans. you know what bruce maybe you should focus your energy on looking through social media to see if there's any underground collection of spirits or the cheerleader or or something look for clues on social media that could help us that's true yeah why don't we contact buffy fan 17 and ask if they know how to summon a dark spirit or maybe we need to like just if the dark spirit is watching us maybe we need to go outside and <laughs> say we're here. <laughs> Maybe Vic has set up an OnlyFans, and we oh. can <laughs> try and gather information. Bruce is on OnlyFans doing research. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce was just looking for a reason to go there. It's not just for porn anymore. I- <laughs> <laughs> okay, Donovan is going to get on his ancient laptop which I believe is now connected to the network. You are all hooked up. Thank you. (laughs) I'm going to send an email to the head of my order that says, the prophecy is definitely talking about the Baghdad here in the States. Whatever's going to happen, this is where it's going to go down. Please send help. Okay. Uh, And you're saying this is an email? Yeah. All right, you're going to get an automatic response from the email that says, I'm out of the office, but I will be back in two to three business days. I knew that's what was going to happen. It's an out of office email. And then immediately, like five minutes after, you get an actual email from them (laughs) that says they will work on it and be sending somebody out as soon as they can. I should have put end of the world in bold text. (laughs) That's the subject line. (laughs) 
It's funny because I was like, I remember there being an actual play where they kept sending emails and getting out of office responses, and it's immediately followed by the response. Yeah. I'm like, where did I hear from that? Oh, it was on Cautious I did it to you guys. <laughs> well, I'm paying it forward. <laughs> yep. Now I know what it feels like. Yeah, you know what it feels like. That was great. I loved that. It made me smile every time I edited it. Joe, I have a question. <laughs> Go for it. How is Bruce's social media standing? Does he have a good like Twitter following or that kind of thing? I would say that it's not influencer status, Okay, but it's not my status, <laughs> which is kind of sad. So I would say he is one viral video away from being like flash popular okay but it just hasn't clicked yet he probably has a few hunters that realize that what he's posting is authentic he's got some conspiracy theorist people that like to look at stuff on the internet and see all the weird shit that's happening but doesn't want to really deal with it but it's still kind of an underground small following it's not like his page is not caught on yet so could he send out like a tweet that says something like have you seen cheerleader that turns people to stone <laughs> so you're going to send that out on Twitter? Yeah, why not? Okay. All right. It goes out, and then you get a little bit of that buffering circle, Okay. and the tweet's not there anymore. Oh. Mm. What? Hmm. In the meantime, I'm texting Elvis. I'm, Elvis, where is Mildred right now? <laughs> Elvis must have gotten there really fast, because you just asked him to follow her. <laughs> <laughs> Time is passing. <laughs> We're stacking. I'm going to say that he is still in route. Damn. His life is slowly <laughs> heading to the library, but he, he ain't there yet. Okay, Bruce is going to make one more attempt. Okay. What he would like to do is, is he's going to get on TikTok. He is going to use the music from Hey Mickey. Mm. Um, <laughs> and if possible, try and put together a cheerleader outfit for this video. And he's going to do an interpretive dance to say, have you seen a cheerleader that turns people to stone? Brilliant. Okay. I actually think that that is a clever way to disguise it. And I like that. So I have kind of given you the net friends move, even though nobody actually has it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you roll plus charm. Okay. Oh, crap. I got a minus one. As if this was the net friends move. That's a five. Can I... Wait, I can only help and he would only get one, so that wouldn't work. She could be in the TikTok video with me. <laughs> <laughs> Donovan has a move that when he helps out, he adds plus two. Oh. Mm. Okay, so Donovan will be walking beside Bruce, and when Bruce like looks at him with the old big eyes, I'll freeze, turning to stone. <laughs> Does he have to roll? <laughs> This is a good video. I like this. He does have to roll. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, Charm? Rolling help out, which is plus cool. Oh, well, that's zero, so it's up to the dice. Six. Uh, oh, okay. Well, it's just not working. It has not caught on yet. Like his following, I think that's the problem, is the following that he has on TikTok. For the most part, we haven't mentioned TikTok yet, so he just hasn't built up that following there yet. 
So Bruce needs to do a few more thirst traps first. Oh my god. Yeah, definitely there need to be a couple of thirst traps on there to get his... Build up the following. Following, yeah. Okay. All right, Ellen, they both get experience. <laughs> oh yeah, I do get experience for that. That was a big fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, what if... So, and this is Donovan saying to the group, what if I use my magic to try to communicate with this dark spirit? How does that sound to everybody? Sounds worth a try. Yeah, let's do it. It's something we could try. Okay. Well, let's talk about setting and time. So you're currently in the armory, yes? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And what time of the day is it? You woke up, we did the homeless event, and the de-stonifying, and we're all on the same day, yes? This yeah, it's still- probably late afternoon. Well, because then we went to see Flawless. Flawless. Yeah. yeah, so maybe close and to And drag queens are not active until later in the day, so. <laughs> There's got to be one early bird who gets <laughs> up, puts on, their, puts on their dress, and grabs some coffee. Well, it could have been drag queen brunch. You're right. It could be drag queen brunch. Right? But she gets saucy when she has to do the drag queen brunch, because <laughs> she's not a morning person. All right, so let's say it's about twilight. The sun is starting to set. Oh, that seems like a perfect time to do some kind of dark spirit contacting seance spell thing. <laughs> yes. Do we want to be outside in case it is an actual being? Might be one. I think you're right. I'm just worried we're a little more vulnerable and exposed outside. But I bet you're right. Let's do that. The armory in a little bit of a remote locale, right? Where it's kind of out in... No, it's a shed behind the vet's office. So, oh yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's underground, but behind the vet's office. So, we might have to either go. We to, might not want to do this. Yeah, out in a spot where we can be seen. We could do it at the gun range. That's remote. That's what I was thinking. Of. So, there's three locations going on, and I think we're all combining the terms for them. So, I want to make sure we're clear. The place behind the vent's office is the lair, right? It's the haven. The haven. All right, so let's keep that as haven, because now you also have the armory, which is what Athena owns. I know, it gets a little confusing. So the armory is in the haven. There's a shed behind the vet's office, and that's where Bruce lives. And after her dad died, she found several additional rooms so basically, it just goes underground, and mm-hmm. there was an infirmary and a, and a lab and an armory all as part of this underground. I thought like, the armory was this thing that her friend Athena had, like out in the midst of. She owns a gun range. She owns yeah, a shooting range. That's what I'm thinking. So let me clarify and make sure. Yes, I know that there is a room that is an armory in the Haven, but just so that we keep everything clear. Let's refer to the thing behind the vet's office as the Haven, because we've named the other thing Titan's Armory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so let's call that the Armory, just so that I know where you are. Because I thought you were up at Athena's, but it sounds like you're at the Haven. Yeah, I thought we were up at Athena's, too. Isn't that where all the cryptids are? Yeah. Okay. So we're there. Oh, well, we, we were just talking to Elvis, so we must be there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I got confused by. I forgot that's where they were. Okay. Okay, so we are in a remote location. Yeah. Yes, we are. So we could just kind of wander out to the surrounding desert to do this little... Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we go outside, and Donovan is going to get a stick or something and just draw in the loose soil 
some kind of magical circle with magic symbols in it and whatever. And then sit cross-legged inside of it and close his eyes and, you know, put his hands crossed in front of him. And he is going to reach out with his magical powers to try to contact this dark spirit that Flawless told us about. So this is a plus weird use magic roll. Oh, and one of the dice fell off the table. So re-rolling eight plus three is 11. Ooh. Excellent. So one of the effects of use magic is to summon a monster into the world. Mm. And so there's some smoke trees and some other vegetation around Titan's Armory. And the wind starts blowing through that. And all of a sudden you hear something that sounds like a chain rustling. And it's very much kind of a tink, 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 tink sound. It honestly sounds a lot like when you hear emoji running and from around a rock that's kind of out in the distance, you see a cow-sized wolf creature come trotting over to where you are. It is the return of Wolf Cow. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying the first episode of What Is Not in 2022. We are very excited to be able to bring you some exciting What Is Not content. Speaking of content, I want to know what other actual plays out there have their characters level up by having them do thirst traps on TikTok. Can somebody please explain to me why we aren't as famous as Critical Role yet? Hmm? Well, if you want to help us reach that epic level of epicness, tell your friends about us. Your word of mouth is the best way for us to get new listeners and build the community. And remember, there are many, many ways you can participate in that community. If you want to ask us questions about the show or simply want to say hello, start chatting with us in real time over on Slack. You can find the geek to geek Media Slack by going to the Contact Us tab on the network website at geek 2 geekmediacom And while you're there, you should also join the geek 2 geek Media Discord server. You can also follow us on Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP, on Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll, or send us an email at podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. If you want to hear more from the rest of our cast, you can catch Katie on Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, and Disney Forever. And you can listen to Todd on his podcasts, Nerdberg Review and Farming Simulated. And of course, you can always listen to me on my podcast, Geektitude. That's it for me for now. But I will be back this Friday, January 14th, with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. Until then, let's see if there's any consequences to summoning a wolf cow-shaped dark entity from beyond. Right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games! Star Wars! Comics! Movies! K-pop! Disney Plus! Keanu! Keanu Reeves! New! Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. 
Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. You just did a magic spell to summon a dark spirit and the cow-sized wolf with the hooves instead of paws came trotting into your presence from seemingly nowhere. What do you want to do? Donovan will stand up and put both his hands out in a welcoming expression towards the creature and say... Thank you for answering my summons. It wags its tail. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, does it not speak? Can you communicate? It does like the downward drog stress yawn. Oh man. (laughs) As far as we can tell, like, can maybe do we, we need to like read a bad situation. Do we, can we, it seems friendly. It's wagging its tail. How do we best assess our safety here? Because I feel like as a vet, I could check this creature out. Mm. Can I approach it? Like, just barely? Yeah, you can slowly approach it. It's not It's not moving. And then, Donovan, you have the ability to talk with animals? Is that... Zeke can shapeshift, too. I'm not sure if that gives some... Can emoji translate for us? <laughs> <laughs> to speak with animals, I think I had to cast a spell. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I can certainly do that. I will cast my Speak with Animals magical spell in an attempt to communicate with it. Woohoo! That's a 10 plus 3, 13. Wow. <laughs> it kind of cocks its head, and it's only going to talk to Donovan. Donovan's the only one who can understand it. But it says hello. The psychic told us that you were watching us and looking for us. Welcome to our midst. Can you, with problems we're fighting? Because it's a very spiritual being, its voice sounds very echoey. It's kind of almost a telepathic kind of feeling. But it says, I actually need your help. I turn to my companions and say, he wants, or she, or it wants us to help them with something, everybody. I've made contact, and it's saying it needs our help. So, let me find out more information. And I turn back to the creature, and I say, a being as powerful as you, what could you (laughs) possibly need our help with? (laughs) You save friends. I need a friend saved. Okay, okay. There's a lot going on, but okay, yeah. Who is your friend? Is is your friend a creature such as yourself? Yes. Where is your friend? Who has imprisoned your friend? Those bad men with guns. And I turn to my companions. So this creature's got another creature just like it who has been captured by Cryptocore, it sounds like. It said the bad men with guns. So There was a white large wolf-like dog in one of those cages. Oh. Oh. I turn back to the creature and I say, the friend that you're looking for, did they have white fur? The spirit nods. And then from the house that, well, does Athena live on the property, Mandy? Um, yeah, I guess she could have a house somewhere on the property. You hear something like a breaking dish? And she swears loudly. 
Uh, somebody should maybe go talk to Athena. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Does this startle the the dog, the creature? No, the dog doesn't react to it at all. But I guess we know that Athena is near. I'm imagining she looked out her kitchen window while she was washing dishes and saw the creature. Oh, maybe she saw the dog. <laughs> right? Is this a dog or is this a wolf cow? <laughs> the wolf cow. What's its name? Oh, mighty wolf cow. <laughs> Tell me your name. <laughs> it kind of cocks its head at you and it says, I don't, I don't need a name. Its species doesn't use names the way that we do, I guess. Donovan, could you ask if I can approach it just to see if it is okay in good health? It, it, it sounded like it was dragging a chain when it approached us. Great and powerful wolf cow. <laughs> My friend here is an expert in the health and well-being of animals and creatures, and she would like to examine you to ensure you're in good health. May she approach you. I'm so entitling this episode, Wolf Cow. <laughs> <laughs> the wolf cow lies down and puts its head down on its, uh, like its arms are stretched out and it puts its head down kind of like a dog resting. And it says, sure. I turn and say, it has consented to your examination. Should somebody go check on why Athena's breaking dishes? Like before we talk to the wolf cow? Bruce goes to check on Athena. I think he's also going to grab some Scooby snacks for the wolf cow. (laughs) (laughs) And I approach slowly. And my goal is just to see if it has any injuries. I recall that it was in that fight with all the people with the guns. And I also want to see if there's a chain that's something that we could loosen to give it some comfort. It looks like it has a collar on it of some sort, but the chain is just loosely attached. It looks like it broke. And so it's fine. It's like something had it chained up, but the chain broke. Can I remove the collar? Uh, Yeah. Okay. I removed the collar. Do I notice any injuries? No, it looks completely fine. Okay. I asked Donna, Donovan, can you ask if it needs any food, if it feels safe, if it means any harm to any people in this town? Oh, mighty wolf cow spirit. <laughs> Do you require sustenance? Are you in need or want of anything? I want my other. Yes, and we will help and attempt to rescue the other. But right now, do you need Food? Do you require water? Anything along those lines? I do not need these things. Oh. Super. I turn and say, I guess it doesn't eat or drink, apparently. So it's good. I mean, it is a spirit, y'all. That's an excellent point, Beth. (laughs) Well, except that it was chained up, so it has some kind of physical being. Its physical being appears to be in good health. All right. Should we bounce over to Bruce? Sure. So, Bruce, you walk into Athena's house, and she's kind of open invitation to everybody. She's not terribly shy about letting people into her home. And you see her on the kitchen floor on her hands and knees picking up pieces of a broken dish. Bruce grabs his phone, puts on his Adele playlist, and gets on his knees and starts helping. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> she goes, oh, thank you. I just, I'm clumsy. Like I was washing dishes and it just fell out of my hand. Bruce does interpretive sign language or a dancing to Adele to ask if everything is okay. She goes, yeah, I mean, I liked this plate, so I'm kind of sad that it's broken, but no, it's fine. Bruce does further interpretive dance to say, what do you think about the uh, wolf cow outside? (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't know what you're saying, but she looks out the window. She goes, oh my God, (laughs) what is that? He once again does the interpretive dance as he represents the wolf cow. (laughs) Well, I've never seen a wolf cow before. That's a lot. Bruce starts to pet her to show her that it's a friendly wolf cow. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, okay, well, the the barn's getting a little crowded, but you guys do you. (laughs) Why does it feel super sus that she just like dropped a plate on accident? I don't know why that feels suspicious. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe whoever is holding her is hiding or threatening her. Is someone threatening her? Oh, man. Well, Bruce is the only one in there right now. So as far as we know, can Bruce do a um, would that be investigate a mystery? Yeah, but I don't even know. Well, I mean, it depends on what you're trying to do. Like if you're just trying to ask her, you could just ask her. But if you're trying to, like, look around and see if there's any clues to anything in there, you can investigate a mystery. I guess that I'm trying to figure out is if there's anything suspicious that I'm missing right now. Yeah, you can roll. Okay. That is an eight. There is nothing suspicious as far as you can see. Okay. Then he goes for the refrigerator and grabs some cold cuts, some Funyuns. And anything else he can find and starts to make his way back outside. Okay. As you are headed back, you see Bat Kid sitting on a log that's kind of in between the barn area and the house. And he's got a shoe off and he's rubbing his foot. Bruce goes over and offers him some Funyuns. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, thanks. Bruce gets down on his hands and knees to look at his foot and offers him a foot massage. <laughs> oh, uh, thanks. It's really not a big deal. I was just walking. I just stubbed, stubbed my toe really badly. Whoa. Something very weird happening. Clutz things. Bruce goes to his phone and puts on Thriller by Michael Jackson. <laughs> okay. And continues to leave. But I guess, yeah, he's starting to wonder what's going on. I turned to Donovan. Donovan, can you find out what the creature's intention is? If we were to rescue its mate, what will it do? Where will it go? Where does it live? Mighty wolf cow spirit. (laughs) Once we have rescued your friend, what then shall you do? We run, we play, we enjoy the sky and the moon. Something is so suspicious. So it's kind of a, at least its manner of speech, it seems to be kind of a simple creature. And all it says it wants to do once we rescue its friend is to run and play and enjoy the moon. I don't think it's going to be a lot of help in stopping the end of the world. Could this be a werewolf creature that will change when there's a full moon and become something else? Oh, interesting. I think we determined that it wasn't. Because there was no full moon when it was in its wolf form. Because we asked that question. 
Oh, mighty wolf cow, dost thou taketh upon itself forms of a different kind? <laughs> it doesn't quite understand what you're saying. It kind of tilts its head, and he goes, I'm just me. You never turn into anything else? You never become a man or a woman or a tree or anything? Nope, I'm just me. Something is so suspicious <laughs> about what is happening. Why would the men with guns capture you or, or your your friend? What powers do you have that they would seek to harness? It's thinking about how to respond to you. It's not quite sure what you mean, but it kind of thinks we see things and... We help sometimes, and we don't help sometimes, and then we run and play. Well, Flawless said that that wolf cow has dark powers, but that can be used for positive. Maybe wolf cow is not aware of its own powers? Mm, like many of us. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Something just feels so off about this situation. Oh, I, I agree with you, for sure. Did we summon more than just the uh, wolf cow? Is Bruce back yet? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Bruce is back. Has he told us about the weird clumsiness thing? Yes, via interpretive dance. Can we ask the creature if it knows if something is going on right now that we should be aware of? Something... Oh, mighty one, is there something going on right now that we should know about? It kind of slumps down as like it's tired. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of says, I don't know. It says it doesn't know. Maybe we need to follow the wolf cow to see what it sees rather than asking it. That sounds like a very bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of rub its fur and I ask Donovan, why don't we tell it that we're going to do our very best to get your mate? And we don't know exactly when, but we'll make it, you know, a priority as soon as we can. Oh, mighty wolf cow spirit. The council of my friends and I have concluded our deliberations. <laughs> we shall free your friend as soon as we possibly can. That's such a bad idea. <laughs> we are all in complete agreement. <laughs> there is something very sus happening right now. Is White Wolf Cow still up in that underground? Yeah, it was when we left it. Okay, yeah, so it wasn't one of the cryptids that we got out. No. Should we, like, roll to read a bad situation? Because... Beth is very concerned about this, so I definitely think she should roll a bad situation. I'm having a problem over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Oh, what is it? Plus sharp. I got a six. That was unhelpful. Can someone help her? Well, I think because she's just reading a bad situation, she's not doing anything active. It's like a notice check, and she just okay. doesn't notice anything going wrong. There's no reason for you to feel like there's something to be concerned about. Where's Mildred? Do you want to text Elvis? Because he's got to be there now. Well, that is true. Although it's probably closing time at this point. Yeah. Can we text him? 
Yeah, I text Elvis, and I can tell that Beth is concerned. Can someone else read a bad situation? We'll do one or the other. Okay, <laughs> I, text I, Elvis or, yeah. I text Elvis. His report back is, has been doing library stuff all day, left when library closed, sitting across the street, has not left library. Okay, I have plus three for sharp, so I'm going to read a bad situation also. Five, six, seven. I got nine. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Susan has had some experience with magic. Not a lot, but a little bit. And she can kind of tell that there's a magical aura about this creature that just kind of seems to be radiating from it. But it's not giving off like immediately bad vibes. It's just piques your attention. I think we're dealing with a magical creature and I think there's consequences of having summoned it and, you know, Athena dropping the dish and Bat Kid tripping. I think that having this creature in our midst is problematic. So I don't think we should keep it around, but I'm not sure how to make it go away either now that we've asked for it to come here. Well, it lives in some kind of otherworldly place. I can just tell it that we'll contact it when we found its friend and that it can return to its home. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Oh, great and powerful cow wolf thing. <laughs> My friends and I shall contact you again once we have freed your mate. You are free to debark. <laughs> you are free to go to your home and wherever that may be i i don't even know what word i was trying to say i don't know what happened it's perfect it's perfect it goes okay i go can't go home but can go oh wait wait and why can you not return to your home? Can't go home without other. Oh. It needs its mate in order to return home. Oh. Can we ask if it's safe if it goes away? And does it mean harm to any others? Do you mean harm to any others? It does a little bit of a, like, dog sees car outside growl. <laughs> like that little, little And it was bad people. Mm. Oh, don't like bad people. We do not like the bad people either. Perhaps it can keep an eye out for a cheerleader for us. I'm not sure it would know what a cheerleader is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe it can have our back a little bit. Well, wait. So do we want it to stick around and have our back or do we want it to leave? No, you're right. You're right. We want it to leave. Okay. Yeah. Go hide be safe. We will contact you when your friend has been rescued. Debark. <laughs> it gets really close to Donovan and kind of gives him like a head bump nuzzle. And then he trots off. <laughs> he, he debarks. Okay. <laughs> so it's an ancient word of my order. You Americans wouldn't understand. Oh, okay. Next time on What Is Not. 
Elvis left, but Mildred is still there. He's outside across the street watching the building, but he has not seen her leave. That means getting around or through Mildred. I feel like we need to investigate this library. I feel like we need to overpower Mildred somehow and get in there and check things out. Hi, my name's Brian. You ordered an Uber? You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geek mediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com.